everyone. Welcome back to Parked Car Convos. I'm Maddie Mitchell, and I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. I'm recording this on the 26th at 9.30 p.m. because I forgot that I had to do an intro for this episode. Um, I recorded this episode with my friend Tori, who has her own podcast called Ready to be Petty, where she talks about all things pop culture. Um, and it's so fun. I've been on her podcast a couple of times and it was about time I had her on mine and we decided to do a 2021 pop culture recap. We had so much fun that we accidentally recorded for over two hours. So I'm breaking this up into two parts. So this is going to be part one and we're talking about all of the big relationships of 2021 and, um, all of the reality TV news of 2021. And then on Wednesday's episode, we're talking about uh, all the good TV shows from the year, all of the highlights in um, music, as well as our predictions for next year. So be sure to keep an eye out for that one. So I just wanted to kind of give you a heads up as to what's going on. Also, if you listen on Spotify, which I know like 50% of you do, you can now rate podcasts on Spotify. So if you want to rate this podcast on Spotify, I would be so appreciative. Um, and as always, please leave a um, rating on Apple Podcasts or a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be, um, again, much appreciated. And follow the podcast on Instagram because why not? It's at parkscarcombos.pod. And I'm also going to have Tori's podcast and her podcast Instagram in the show notes. So you can be sure to check out her and her podcast because like I said, it's so fun. Um, and yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty much it. So I'm going to stop talking now because there's pl- there's plenty to get to. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode and keep an eye out for Wednesdays. Bye. All right. Hello, everyone. I am joined today with a very esteemed guest um, who I've <laughs> wanted to have on the podcast for so long. Um, and I, I was struggling to think of what we should talk about together. And when I decided that I wanted to do a pop culture recap, I thought Tori is clearly the best guest in the world to have on for this episode. <laughs> so I'm joined with Tori of Ready to Be Petty podcast. And we are here to talk about all, everything that happened basically all the highlights of pop culture in 2021. I think I already said 2020, so I'm already I'm already <laughs> delirious and confused, which is great. But Tori, hello. How are you? I'm well. I'm so excited. When you were like, let's talk about what's happened this year. I was like, perfect, because I blacked out everything <laughs> that has right. happened this year. Obviously. So if you're going to write like what we're going to talk about, Mm-hmm. That's perfect. <laughs> I just feel as I was writing it too, I was like, I need to decompress all of this. Like a lot has happened. And some of it feels like it happened six years ago, not like six months ago, which is crazy. But if you just want to tell everyone about your amazing podcast that I've been lucky enough mm-hmm. to be a guest on twice. Um, so maybe some people have listened to a couple episodes already, which would be amazing. But um, yeah, give them your spiel. Yes. So I'm ready to be petty. We talk about reality TV, pop culture, and celebrity gossip. And obviously it's petty in nature. It's just like a show talking shit. Um, Similar to this one, honestly, even though Mm -hmm. you talk about more real life stuff and I'm talking about like all make-believe stuff. Right, right. But it's just kind of a way to, yeah, debrief what's Mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's been so many times, especially as you get older and you're in like a real adult job that you want to Mm -hmm. talk about these things, but, um, you can't at work or anything (laughs) because you look like a dummy. So I was like, I need an outlet to talk Mm -hmm. about this stuff. So then I started a podcast and yeah, it's been really fun. Yeah, it's great. The thing I love about your podcast is I feel like a lot of like pop culture ones are kind of like kissing a lot of celebrities ass. And I feel like I don't need to like filter myself because I'm like, is she going to be offended if I say that the Kardashians are trash? Like, no, you won't be. And that's great. That's what I love. That's what I love about it. I have um, no stakes. Like <laughs> I have no stakes in, the, in this game. So exactly. <laughs> that is very relatable, honestly. Um, all right. So we're going to get into it. I've broken this down by category to kind of um, this was like very organized of me. This is 
10 times more organization than I've ever done before for a podcast episode. <laughs> so I hope it like comes through. Like, I hope everyone can tell that I like had my shit together a little bit. Um, because you always send me such a nice outline and I'm like, I need to, I need to look professional. Here we go. <laughs> so our first category is couples. So basically just all the breakups, makeups, the insane celebrity pairings that we got throughout this year. And let me just say that 2021 really did deliver in this category. Like as I was putting all these together, I'm like, we had the strangest things happen in this area. So for the first one, I have the obvious one that we started off in January. Everyone was talking about Olivia Rodrigo, Joshua Bassett and Sabrina Carpenter love triangle that Mm -hmm. engulfed my personal life way too much. (laughs) still does to to this day. I could talk about it for hours. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on this? What were your thoughts on this? Anything new in, in your mind? Yeah. I, I just think it's like Olivia Rodrigo got seven Grammy nominations out of this, which is like absolutely wild. Right. The most you could ask for. Yeah, just because like the heavy hitters like Adele and Taylor Mm -hmm. Swift and Beyonce get like seven nominations when they have albums come out. But recently Joshua Bassett released like three songs and they're like basically direct callbacks to Olivia's songs. And I just kind of love that, you know, people are taking a note out of Taylor Swift's Mm -hmm. handbook Mm -hmm. and just kind of going for it. It's working for them. Obviously we're still talking about it. Exactly. Exactly. In the fact that Olivia like is so open about how she's obsessed with Taylor Swift, that it's like very clear that like this was the inspiration for it. And then Mm -hmm. also having Sabrina release the song. I literally forget or like under your skin. (laughs) That one that came out like a couple months after. And this is like, I feel like we don't see this enough of Olivia releasing a single and then an album that's like all about him and then Sabrina releasing like immediately a retaliation song and then Joshua at the end of the year releasing you know a couple more songs about it that's like I feel like very rare that we can be like to like tie everything together, together. in such a short amount of time and mm-hmm. I just have to say thank you to them for like providing like they really laid it all out on the table and they were like this is our life and everyone knows it so like we might as well play into it which is just crazy. And like, I feel like rare because there's obviously the element of like, okay, well that's like my private life. I don't want to talk about that. But these people were like, no, like I'm going to write more songs about it (laughs) and win awards about it. And, you know, just do the whole thing, which is just crazy. And I really hope that we do get more music from Olivia next year. Yes. Okay. So there's like a rumor right now because she just did like the concert at the DMV I forget what that YouTube mm-hmm. series is called little mm-hmm. desk or something tiny uh, yeah. desk I know what you're talking yeah it- <laughs> yes like something like that people are gonna be like it's it's this <laughs> but um I can't remember but she says something about sweet and everyone has been speculating right. that her album is sweet so it's like sour and then sweet right, right. so um I could definitely see her releasing an album in the next mm-hmm. couple months because her first one was so short. So, right. Yeah, it was. it was. And then, and also it's like kind of playing with her and her breakup slash, I don't even know if they were like ever officially dating with Joshua Bassett. And then now mm-hmm. she's dating this guy, Adam, yes. I think his name is. Yes. And that relationship creeps me out. Same. It's so gross to me. And I know so many people have like drawn the parallel of like Olivia and Adam to Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal, which is like just so in your face. Like, how can you ignore that? Like, that is like such a stark comparison. But yeah, so I'm I'm wondering if her next album will be more like lovey dovey since she is in this Mm -hmm. relationship now and kind of playing into um, again, like the sweet part of it rather than the sour. So I could see this going a few different ways. Me too. And Mm -hmm. do you think that it would have as much success? Cause I feel like we really jumped on the sour bandwagon. Cause it's like, everyone can get behind like Mm -hmm. some breakup songs, but do you think sweet would be like as popular? 
I I don't know, but also I'm thinking just like her style of music was so like punk rock with with sour and it that worked so well with what she was talking about and what she was, you know, singing about. And I'm like, I don't know how that would work if you're like being like emotional and like sweet. Like, how would you mm-hmm. be able to like rock out to songs that yeah. are like, oh, like I'm in love? Like that's like boring, I feel like. So yeah. Um, yeah. So that one will be interesting. And then the next two I have kind of go hand in hand. We have Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly and then Courtney and Travis, which obviously this this squad has been all over everyone's radar. And it just seems like it every time that it was like fine, it just got a little bit crazier, you know, like with the GQ interviews that Megan and MGK mm-hmm. did. And then Courtney and Travis obviously getting engaged um, a month ago, two months ago just craziness all over. What are your thoughts on this? We haven't talked about this. I know, honestly, I kind of, they make me kind of want to change my entire personality (laughs) and like the entire thing I've got going on right now. Like I literally want to wear like black eyeliner Mm -hmm. and get like combat boots and stuff, Mm -hmm. which is so weird because like, I also kind of hate them at the same time. It's this weird, it's this weird relationship. Mm -hmm. I think we've had a little bit too much of them. Mm -hmm. Like I was so on the Kravis train. Right. I still am, but it's like, you're literally dry humping at every, (laughs) like, it's a lot. It is a lot. lot. Right. It's a little cringe. It is. Well, and obviously Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, they've just been consistently very cringy. I think Courtney and Travis were a little bit less cringy a little bit more like what is like what is going on here I feel like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly made more sense to people like it was like okay I could see that and I think with Courtney and Travis it was like Travis was such a different person for any Kardashian to be like going after that it was just like like what is this relationship I feel like it just totally came out of nowhere and was like such a change up um so yeah I am like extremely curious as to like how that is going to unfold because obviously like Travis has kids as well. And just seeing mm-hmm. how like all of that's going to play out. And obviously the friendship with Megan and Machine Gun Kelly is, it's just like, it is, it's, I totally know what you mean. Cause it's like goals, but at the same time, yes. it's like, that is repulsive and I want nothing yes. to do with it and stop showing me it. But yeah. it was like with the, with the GQ interview with Megan and Machine Gun Kelly, I literally, Like, I couldn't stop watching it out of, like, this is hysterical. Like, you people disgust me, and this is horrible, but it's, like, a train wreck. Like, I cannot not watch it because it's just, like, it's one of those things. It almost seems like a satire, like, of someone making fun of, like, insane celebrity couples, but this is real. And they, like, (laughs) they, like, think that they're – it's, like, them thinking that they are – somehow like transcending like human beings in this relationship (laughs) is something that is so surreal to like witness because it's like oh you're insane like you are Mm -hmm. fully insane and just delusional and I I hope we get more of that content in the new year because I think it I think it's it's entertaining if nothing else it's entertaining yeah and I kind of think like they're actually like especially Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox like I'm like you are like probably actual soulmates because <laughs> you both can just act completely insane and you're mm-hmm. both so okay with it and like so comfortable with it that it's like right maybe you're actually meant to be together <laughs> right because it's one of those things where it's like you are both so weird but you're both so okay with it that it's yes. like no one else is literally no yeah. one else in the country is like this is cool so it's it is it's kind of like if you're that weird if both of you are that weird then it must be you're perfect there must be some kind other. of yeah karmic connection there because it's just I can't think of any other reasonable explanation for it yeah and they also I think about this a lot with celebrity pairings it's like they have also elevated both of their statuses so much with Mm. their relationship Mm -hmm. like Megan it's like what have you acted in in the last like fucking 10 years no idea right and then sorry for all the swear words no I I literally don't care I swear I swear so much by myself so I know I know it's sometimes it's just like as soon as you're like in someone else's space, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm like no. the most crass person. No, ever. <laughs> no, trust me, <laughs> not here. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah. And like, it's like Megan hasn't been in anything Mm -hmm. recently. And Machine Gun Kelly was like, obviously always famous, but like not going to, I feel like all of the events and stuff that he goes to now and getting all the press he does. So yeah. Yeah. Cause he might've been going to the events, but like no one care, but like now that he's with Megan Fox, it's like, oh my God, they're here. And then again, them in conjunction with Courtney and Travis and like the four of them being everywhere together, just like garner so much press because it's like, holy shit, these four huge celebrities are all hanging out together. And like, what is this bunch? Yes. Yes. It's like kind of creepy. And then also just Courtney being like always the outcast of the Kardashians and always being the one that was kind of doing her own thing to have this be like her own thing now that she's doing is just like so unreal like it's this whole like secret life that I feel like she just like lived and then let us in on and it's like what is what is going on yeah actually like I actually think it's authentic to her too which Mm -hmm. is weird like some of the stuff maybe is a little bit over the top but I actually just think that this is who Mm -hmm. she has been the whole time right no I agree and then there was the whole thing too with um Scott Disick reaching out to oh what's oh my god what's his Uh, name Eunice Eunice. yes and like trying to shit on Courtney and then Eunice like blowing up his spot and posting on Instagram which I think might literally be the most like savage thing of the year because that was just insane and I feel like so underrated like I know like how sad for Scott like I would literally Mm. jump off a cliff well it just happened to me so weird like that relationship that he was like you know who I'm gonna go to to complain about this like that is like you guys are not friends like the one thing you have in common is that you both used to date her like that's weird to like try and bond with someone like that over Courtney being like a little unhinged right now but yeah that was that was insane I just see it because you're right like when you're a celebrity like Scott Disick it's Mm -hmm. like to do something like that, he must have been like down bad. Like right, so like, down bad. Like you have so many friends, you have so yes. many other people that you can be reaching out to. Like make even- a fake account or something. <laughs> That would, I think, be a little bit worse. He has to make he has to make a finsta to like to like secretly DM hate to to Courtney and like DM Eunice for like sympathy and support. That is. That is a little bit lower. No, I know. Just the threat of of like he just must have been out of his mind because the threat of someone revealing that he did this is so embarrassing that it's like you must have been just out of your mind. Oh, I'm sure he was. Like knowing him, I'm sure he was. But it is like. Uh, yeah, you're so right. Because in your right mind, how could you be like, oh, I'm going to do this on my own Instagram account? Or like, I don't even, I don't know, not even like text him, but then I'm like, do you probably don't even have his number? Cause you guys are not friends. Like I cannot stress how much, like you definitely are not on good terms, no. and w- which was made very clear by Eunice then shitting on his whole life <laughs> yes. and being like, literally, why do you care? Like grow up and get over it. That is so embarrassing. I think that is uh, like one of the most embarrassing things that happened um in 2021 all right and then we had um Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles yeah they are so weird to me I don't know and I've heard a lot of things saying that that could be a PR stunt this whole thing which does make sense to me but then I I'm a very I'm I feel like you probably are also a follower of Demois on Instagram Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and I've seen like so many things about how they're getting like so serious and obviously both of them are like very private people and I'm like are they really getting this serious or like is this all for PR because I feel like those totally conflict each other so I'm curious to get your take on this yeah I also think it's kind of pure PR I feel Mm -hmm. like when you're like, this is so weird. Right. Like this is such a weird pairing. Usually it's for that. But then Mm -hmm. I also think it's like, why would an Olivia Wilde movie that stars Harry Styles Mm. and Florence Pugh need any additional PR? (laughs) You would think, you would think. Like I will be lining up. Like I haven't seen a movie in the theater for like five fucking years that I will be like first one (laughs) buying ticket. Like camping out. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that part doesn't make sense to me, but Harry Styles possibly has been in PR relationships before if you are a Harry and Taylor 
I don't know that I don't know the tea there. No. Okay. So, so allegedly Mm -hmm. I have been down a rabbit hole and I feel, I'm feeling unhinged tonight. The diet Coke and the chocolate (laughs) almonds are a sugar high. Yes. (laughs) So spill all the tea, but I really think so. Allegedly Harry and Taylor were a PR relationship Mm -hmm. and she was dating someone else. I think at the time, possibly maybe Diana, Argon from oh right 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 from Glee. So yes. they were saying like maybe just because you can see all of the pictures of them are like paparazzi pictures through like Central Park, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just seems like a little bit set up, right? But so if you believe in that deep dark mm-hmm. secret, then mm-hmm. maybe you could see Harry Styles in like another PR relationship, or right. maybe it's true love, and I'm totally mistaken. Well, the other thing too, is like, if this is a PR relationship, the links that they've gone to, to make this real would be insane. Considering she's been on tour with him the entire time. Like that is such a stretch for any celebrity relation. And she's like, everyone always has videos of her, like dancing, dancing, like so hard. So well, it's just like, it's the same songs every night. Like you, you don't, you don't need to dance. Like everyone knows you like the songs, like, you know yes. what I mean? And yes. she's, she goes hard consistently. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. But then it again, it's like, me. is oh, she doing ahead. that to get attention? Like, is she dancing? So everyone's like, oh, look, Olivia's here. Because not that I think she could go unnoticed at the concerts because she's a major celebrity as well. But, um, and then I know a lot of people also like, don't like Olivia Wilde because of some scandals that she's been involved in. And I mean, who better to to pair her with than Harry Styles of all people, like the most liked human in the world, I think. Um, Absolutely. So I think it makes sense in that sense, but I really can't tell. I can't tell either because I see a lot and this is just reveals the type of person I am, but on Instagram and TikTok, I it's see like pictures. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's like, did I apply myself like this when I was in university? No, like, no but I will research. It's passion. Uh, yes. That's the difference. <laughs> but, um, I see a lot of like pictures or TikToks or whatever showing mm-hmm. like, oh, she's wearing Harry's sunglasses Mm. oh she's wearing his Mm t-shirt like Mm -hmm. stuff like that so I'm like either you've set this up so well that you've like planted these items because you know bitches like me on the internet are gonna be that's the thing is it has to be better nowadays like yeah you know what I mean like 10 20 years ago like even when social media wasn't as big as it is now like now it's like people pick up on the smallest things and then they can upload it and everyone in the world can find it. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you're going to do a fake relationship, it has to be like flawlessly executed. Otherwise people are going to be able to tell. I also just think like, I don't think this about all celebrity rumors, but I just think it's like when they're, where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm. And I feel like a lot of time, like, how many relationships, like, we're not saying Courtney and Travis are PR personally. Right. I just feel like if, if we're questioning it, maybe there's some type of like false thing about it that people Mm -hmm. are picking up on. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually speaking of PR relationships, we have JLo and Ben Affleck, and we also have Sean and Camilla. And mm-hmm. both of those, I've seen so much about being fake relationships. And obviously, JLo and Ben Affleck are together now. They got together this year, right? Yeah. I don't know as much about this as, as I'm sure you do. Yes, and then yes. Sean and Camilla breaking up. So I've seen so much evidence about that. And we can get into that in a second. But JLo and Ben Affleck. I've seen a lot about that being fake. And I've also just seen so many people being like, is JLo okay? Like she is never <laughs> alone. She is never single. Yeah. And like, rightfully so. Like she is literally the hottest woman in the world. And she's like 50, almost 50. Like she's, it's insane. Obviously yeah. she's always with someone, but at the same time, this just seems, it seems a little like too good to be true in a sense. Absolutely. You know? Like the hopeless romantic in me mm-hmm. is like, this is, you fate. know, fade like yeah. they had to be apart to come back together and like all of that fucking shit that I <laughs> really don't want to talk about, like how embarrassing. <laughs> but like I I actually like I literally get so happy when I see them. It just reminds me of a simpler time. Right. Like 2003 right. before um 
not that the world was perfect then, but but before (laughs) everything went to shit. And I really do believe that they are probably PR, but like, Mm. I think they also just like enjoy each other's company and like love each other. Right. There's definitely like a friendship there at least because they've known each other for so long and that there, there is history there, obviously. So even if there is some sort of like PR motivation behind it, I could see it being real to some extent for sure. Yeah, totally. Like I, I think a lot of people think about PR relationships as like 100% fake or right. 100% real. And I think right. more likely or like more often it's like a bit of both mm-hmm. and yeah, we're just picking up on like the fakeness about it, but she has been known to just like, I think she's just a big powerhouse, like really astute businesswoman and, um, kind of maybe saw like an opportunity. He was having like, kind of like almost years of bad press. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, a good move for both of them. I feel like it's a very like mutually beneficial, relationship to be in and they're both smart and they've both like been famous for so long that it's like they know what they're doing they you know what I mean they know how to play the game like this isn't new to them um so then Sean and Camilla broke up recently and Mm. I was confused because I think they were only dating for like a year two years was it two years okay so I was confused I thought it had been literally five years and then I saw something (laughs) saying that it wasn't that long and I was like wait I'm so confused but I saw a TikTok and I don't know why I have genuinely no clue why Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello's relationship is all over my for you page like truly have no vested interest in either of them like you know what I mean yes peace and love but like I don't I don't (laughs) care about you at all and I see so much about them and one that I saw recently I think it was literally this morning was this girl talking about how um, there were so many paparazzi pictures of them during quarantine going on their walks, like very famous paparazzi pictures because they both looked literally homeless yes. and they were going on these walks and they looked delusional. They like weren't speaking half the time. And something that like someone started to notice was that like there's no coffee in the mugs that they're holding. Yes, I was just going to say that. <laughs> so weird it's so weird because first of all why are you taking like a full ceramic mug with you on a walk bizarre like sure take a water bottle like a coffee cup of like a full mug on a Mm -hmm. like walk around your neighborhood that is that in and of itself is unhinged and then the fact that it's empty is like what and and then this girl was pointing out too like how many like how many pictures of celebrities do you just see walking around their neighborhood like none when yeah. do you ever see that? You know, you might see paparazzi pictures of them walking into a club or a restaurant or, you know, running errands, but never like walking in their neighborhood. That is so totally. like, how do you even get that? That footage, Unless it's you like know? A, a fan, right? Like, but, like interaction or whatever, exactly. but you don't. And that's why it pisses me off when people are like, no, oh no, these are just like real paparazzi shots. It's like, no, someone must have called them because they're not getting into these gated communities mm-hmm. like by themselves. Right. Well, and not to mention, like, if I were famous and I was like on a walk in my yeah, gated community for, for one, like th- there's no way that they're like living on some random ass street, which like they try no. to make it look like. This is not yes. like <laughs> so weird. But then if I saw this, these were like very blatant paparazzi pictures. These were not like zoomed in. It was like clear. It looked clear. like the guy was standing like five feet away from them. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you like go back to your house and be like, okay, that's enough of like the outdoors for today. I don't like, there were so many of them consistently throughout quarantine like they're in different outfits looking equally as you know homeless and and not put together at all but it was just like such a weird consistent thing to see and their their whole relationship even like um I'm not sure if you watch us and maybe like, maybe I'm like weirdly a fan because I'm like, why did I end up watching this video? But I watched (laughs) for for the Met Gala. I don't know if it was, I don't know. Oh yes. The like, wasn't it like a Vogue? Vogue? I think it was Vogue. Yeah. Yes. Like like after party. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. And they followed Sean and Camilla and both of them, both of them they're Why just, did I watch that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad someone else did because I'm like, again, no vested interest, but like I was enthralled the whole time. And just their whole relationship is very, I just think that they, I think they're 
two genuine human beings. And so I think Mm -hmm. being able to make it look like a real relationship was probably really easy because they're both like, you know, I think they seem pretty like down to earth, like in terms of most celebrities. So I think that it was probably easy to make it look authentic because they're authentic people. But at the same time, it's just like so much of it does not up. And so I'm like having a hard time deciphering if that one was real or not. Yeah, absolutely. I just think that they, it was right around the time that they released two songs together, Mm -hmm. Senorita and I Know What You Did Last Summer. And I just feel like she was coming out of the band, Mm -hmm. like the girl group and needed good, um, you know, PR. How many times can we say that word on this podcast? (laughs) Seriously, take a shot. (laughs) Literally she needed like good press. And like, I feel like it's like, what do the, the public, what does the public want? They want either like a romance or they want like good family values. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you see really like the good celebs that know how to ride out a scandal. It's Mm -hmm. like, will utilize their family, like their kids right, or their partners to get out of anything. Yeah. And actually, as you were saying that, I was just thinking too, because obviously she was leaving the band and it's so interesting because how many times does that flop? You know, uh, someone decides to like go out on their own after being a part of a group and it's like, okay, I don't care. Cause I wanted, you know, I wanted you to be still part of this band, this group, whatever. And so it's like, what's a good way to keep her relevant. We'll put her in this like adorable relationship and just like hook, line and sinker. Here it is. And then also then COVID happened for a year. So it was like, what were these two going to do if not stay together? Like it just kind of like made sense. And I feel like they're like, okay, well now like the world's opening up a little bit again. Like we can we'll call this quits. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. just, and also just seemed like very amicable. And like they both just posted like the same thing pretty much on their Instagram story. Like just very, I don't know. It just seemed a little too easy, you know? Totally. And he released a song, um, called like it'll be okay or something like that last week and it just Mm -hmm. is basically just like about a loving relationship but like saying that they can part ways and they'll both be fine so it was like okay like right it's also just weird like they announced their breakup November 17th I just did an episode on this that's why I like have the facts you have (laughs) you have all the facts like listed out (laughs) they broke up on November 17th he released a song I think December 2nd or December 1st so it's like you obviously had to just like have that planned Mm -hmm. so it just seems too clean to right I agree and obviously they could have been broken up for a while and just announced it. But like at the same, it, it is, it's just like a little bit too much of a clean break for me. Mm-hmm. We need the mess. We need the mess that, to make it real. Like it has to be messy. Yes. Like Olivia Rodrigo, Joshua Bassett, Sabrina Carpenter. That is as yes. legitimate as it gets. Absolutely. Um, okay. So for the last one, in the couples category, we have Kim K and Pete Davidson. I wrote Kim K and Pete Davidson. What the fuck was that? Uh, or what the fuck is that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how current this is at this point, like if it's still going on. And now obviously there's speculation of Pete Davidson and Miley Cyrus, which I'm way more in support of because that makes so much more sense to me. Absolutely. Kim K and Pete Davidson is the most illogical thing in the entire world. I cannot make sense of it. I can't. I can't. I didn't realize Pete is I think 27. I literally feel like I just said this on my podcast and then everyone's like, he's 30 or something like that. But I was like, he seems so young Yes, yes. to be dating a woman in her forties that has three kids and right. like is divorced three times, which like, I guess date whoever you want, but it's just like, you are at different life stages. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like it just oh, does very. not make sense to me. And Miley Cyrus, that's one of my predictions for this year. Yes. But- I saw that. Miley and him just make so much sense. They're around the same age. They seem to like the same things. They're like, her life just seems like the like levity and lightness Mm. and like fun that he deserves at this point in his life. Right. I agree. I think with, I also think, I I don't know. I just thought it was so weird because I'm like, I feel like Pete Davidson makes fun of like the Kim K's of the world. Like yes. that just, it's, it seemed almost like borderline hypocritical of him. I was like, wait, yeah, I, feel like, I feel like that doesn't check out. Um, yeah. and, then, and then like, yeah, like you said, like he's 
on SNL and like such an up and coming comedian. And then she's like very much established in her career. And I mean, he is too in his own right, but you know, she has a very, um, yeah, just like established career around her. And like people see her as like a very, in a very specific light and they see him in a very specific light. And like, those are two very, very different images. Like they do not go together in my eyes. Absolutely. And like, honestly, good for her. If she had like such a disastrous time with Kanye, like Mm. right now what's coming out is like, she is filing for divorce. Right. Like again, because I guess they, um, it takes a long time with, especially with people with a lot of assets and stuff mm-hmm. to divide everything up. Divorces can sometimes take like two years. Right. In the right. Legal system. So she literally put in another petition to like be legally single, um, while the divorce proceedings happen. So she's like, obviously just really cutting ties. Right. And at some point I'm also like, it's, you probably want a super fun light yes. relationship. So like, maybe this is actually really good for her. Just like a little just, fling. Yes. Yeah, but then exactly. I also just get, again, the, the alarm bells go off when you're like dining at like Craig's and shit, which is a restaurant in LA. That's just known for paparazzi. Like there's paparazzi there every single night you will be seen there. And I just feel like all of the times that they've been together, they are in places where there can be pictures taken. Uh So it, it just seems a little weird. Like even when they were spotted on the roller coaster, I was like, someone must've let paparazzi, I think into like, right. Knott's Berry farm or wherever they were. Right. Well, also, I just thought it was the timing of everything was so weird because obviously when it first came out, people were like, there's no way this is real. Like this, like they're just friends. This is just a joke, like whatever. But then it came out like that week that she was like visiting him in Staten Island and like that whole thing. And I was like, that just seems like too perfect that like you have the whole world questioning like hmm is this like legit like are they just friends is it more than friends like what's going on and then she's like visiting him in Staten Island which to everyone seemed to be like this very serious indicator that like you know they were like official and that they were dating it just the timeline of it all was like very it was like too perfect it was like they were trying to answer everyone's questions in in a I don't know fishy way Totally. And I feel like with his relationship with Ariana, who, who like, I think that was real and just yes. kind of like whirlwind every fucking interview, he would be talking about it. And then he's mm-hmm. been on so many late night shows mm-hmm. and every talk show host is like alluding to the fact that they're dating, but he's not saying anything. And I'm like, right. I think you are purposely trying to spark more right. of this interest in like, which this, like it's working. But, yes. But, we're but, talking about it. Exactly. Which like makes so much sense that that would be just what they want, that they're two people that are both in like, I feel like they're both in kind of like transitional like phases of their life, yeah. like Kim getting out of this divorce. And then Pete's like very much like, cause he's like on SNL, but he's like so much bigger than so many people on SNL. Like, you know what I mean? He's kind of outgrowing it in the sense of like fame. And I feel like what's going to propel you to the next level more than dating a fucking Kardashian. Like it's just, it just is too good to be true. Totally. And like one more thing, and then we can move on. (laughs) No, take your time. I don't care. I could sit here all night. You know that. (laughs) Literally. But I think that the Kardashians, why they've had so much staying power in Hollywood and in pop culture is because they quickly adapt to what is popular. And I think that they have seen the MJ, I was going to say MJ, (laughs) K, MGK and Megan Fox. And they saw the Travis and Courtney stuff. And she's like, that is literally blowing up. Like people Mm -hmm. were losing their minds about both of those couples for the entirety of the year Mm -hmm. and couldn't get enough of the content. And I thought, I just thought like she would totally jump on a skinny white tatted (laughs) boy. (laughs) 
is. It, they're all very like synonymous to each other. Like yes. the Courtney's, the Megan's, the Kim's, and then the MGK's, Travis Barker's and Pete Davidson's. Yes. And it just, it makes sense. She was like, this is working. Like she saw Courtney like become so much more popular overnight. People were liking her more. They thought she was showing a different side of her personality. So Kim's probably like, great. I can do the same thing with Pete Davidson. Why not? Absolutely. And we just see that also with, again, not to get too into it, but like them removing their like Brazilian butt lifts and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. like, because like the, I don't know, just like that look is becoming, I guess maybe too mainstream that people are pivoting to another look. Mm -hmm. And it seems like they're doing that too. And people are saying the same with Ariana Grande, like kind of, modeling her look after like k-pop because k-pop mm-hmm. is so big right now and mm-hmm. so it's just interesting I feel like a lot of celebrities that are famous for like 10 plus years they have to like stay on these trends yeah. to stay in the the media right because no one's gonna care after a little while if it's like the same stale relationships the same stale looks and all of that so it makes yeah. it does make sense we're like over them dating NFL players right and like NBA players no one's doing that anymore right so. No one cares. And like everyone hates Kanye West. So it's like, great, like good riddance. Yeah. Let's move yeah. on. Everyone yeah. loves Pete Davidson. Like it's very, it's very obvious in my he, in Honestly, my it's so weird how he has almost like an America's sweetheart. He does. He's like, like universally loved. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's very yeah. much like Harry Styles in that sense. Like yes. anyone likes him. And I think even more so with Pete Davidson, because I think a lot of guys like Pete Davidson because he's funny, which I think a lot of guys are jealous of Harry Styles, so they probably can't get behind that. But like, <laughs> but he just has like this likability that I think absolutely, and, and it appeals to anyone. Which mm-hmm. is, I mean, the best person in the country to date. Then, if you're trying to become more popular, so yeah, exactly. All right. So moving on to reality TV, which is really just Bachelor Nation, because that's that's all I can bear to keep up <laughs> and, and keep up with is such an exaggeration. I do yeah. not. I just I, I look at the highlights and that's it. But obviously this year we had Matt James season of The Bachelor, the whole Rachel Kirkconnell scandal, scan, scandal. Yes. Great mm-hmm. scandal, which ended up apparently being nothing since they're like happily together to this <laughs> day, which like everyone saw coming a little bit, but at the same time, it was kind of shocking to watch happen. Um, and then obviously Chris Harrison, not being the host of the bachelor anymore, people being weirdly upset about that as if he was any integral part of the show, because in my eyes, he's the most replaceable man on the planet. Literally. <laughs> like so replaceable. Literally. Um, and so, yeah, Matt and Rachel are still together they're doing great. Um, I see all of those girls of that season constantly hanging out with each other. They're all New York city ladies and they are all best friends. So it seems like as much scandal was wrapped around it, maybe it was a little overdone for television. Have we ever seen that with the bachelor (laughs) before? I don't think so, but, um, Yeah. I just think it's so funny how there was like all this hype around it, you know, people getting fired and, and then this whole scandal that they had to like address on, um, after the final rose, this whole thing that then in like a couple months time, everyone on social media was like, okay, literally everyone's friends with her. He's still dating her. Like clearly this worked out in her favor. She's fine. Yeah. was just kind of like crazy to watch that happen because I, I, I could definitely, I remember when I was watching, like after the final rose, I was like, I could see this going either way. Like I could see him being serious right now because he really played it up and he was like mad at her and upset. And then now they're living happily ever after. It's, it's very strange. It is. So I feel the same way for some reason in the back of my head, when I was watching this unfold, I was like, I feel like they're actually either still together Mm -hmm. or are going to get back together, which is so weird. And people who listen to my podcast are probably like, you didn't think that at all. <laughs> you thought they were like donezo, but like I really like kind of feel like he was I knew really that. good at acting. Like yeah. his performance there, like I don't know I, if that was I, genuine. I could not tell because it just seemed the timing of it seemed like they got back together very quickly after that. Yes, yes. So, which made me think that he was really amping it up for the views, and obviously there was a lot of pressure on him mm-hmm. um, from so many people to. Um, 
just like feel that offense, like really, really hard. And I think he did to a certain extent, but I do think like he must've been playing it up if he was willing to get back with her, like the next month, like that just seems a little, the the timing of that was kind of suspect. Yeah. I really feel like when I think about it, I think about how new he is to fame. Like he was an absolute nobody, even right. when Tyler C, who seems like such a mainstay, a he's only been famous for like two years. Mm-hmm. Matt was literally just his best friend, never been on TV, and then kind of got famous through Tyler, right? And then was hoisted into literally the most watched TV show in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even like the fucking world. Right. And I think that he had to play it up because I think he was scared that he was going to get absolutely roasted. Exactly. By the public if he Mm -hmm. didn't. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when he would talk to maybe like his manager or whatever, his rep, they are like, you are so new to fame. You don't have Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. of trust built up with your audience that you like, this is the way to go. So I do think that he was acting in that sense. Right. Um, just because he didn't want the backlash. And obviously he was probably really hurt because um, she did something racist and right. that is directly um, against who he is as a person. Exactly. Um, but I think the thing that I'm happy about, and again, people who listen to my podcast are like, how are you happy? Because you <laughs> literally roasted her. I did like multiple episodes. Just talk. I called her racist Rachel for like months. Oh, but... she's, ha- she's heard it all. Rachel's cake, her Connell. Like it's, yeah. it's, Ooh, I don't, it's... I, I shouldn't be laughing. I, it, cause it is a, a sad, <laughs> it is a serious topic. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. But I do think it's like, it, it, it does show that people can grow and like learn mm-hmm. from their mistakes. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying that we should get leeway to make these mistakes. Right. You should educate yourself and et cetera. Right. But like, I do, I am happy and she's still together with Matt and she is, um, is really good friends with all the contestants on the mm-hmm. show. And that doesn't always happen if you're like a bitch. Right. So I think she did make amends in the way that she needed to. It seems like she must have. And also it's one of those things where it's like, they must've genuinely been in love on the show for this to have worked after. Cause you know what I mean? If that connection was fabricated a little bit, like I'm not sure if he'd be willing to hear her out or to, you know what I mean? He, he just as easily could have moved on like right after everything happened. So yes, he could have got literally any girl he wanted to. Exactly. So he obviously is really into She's also right. stunning. Not that that's the, the reason he's with her, but no. Yeah. She's like, she's like stupid, pretty. Mm-hmm. And, um, now they've been together for like a year. So right. it, there's obviously something real there. Well, this was also a weird season because when I was watching her on TV, I was like, oh, I like her. Like she was very likable on the show, but it was weird because when we were watching it, we knew everything, but Mm -hmm. like they didn't know it on the show. So it was this like kind of like out of body experience where I was like, I know more than you know. And that was like, I feel like usually a lot of those scandals, like I think back to like Hannah Brown and Jed, and we didn't know any of that until they announced it at after the final rose and all of that. So it was kind of, we, I think everyone had a preconceived notion of her while we were watching her as obviously one would. Um, but ultimately like looking at her time on the show, she seemed to get along with everyone like while she was there and all of that. So I guess in that sense, it doesn't surprise me because she wasn't like the bitch of the house. You know, she was like, it seemed to be friendly with people when she was there, but um, then just had all this stuff come out after the fact. So it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm really happy for them. If Mm -hmm. again, this is what they're hoping for and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I am happy that they have been able to like overcome this. Right. And also like, I want to also put out there, like, since I'm not black, like I'm can't excuse any of her behavior. Exactly. And I am not accepting like her apology or anything like that. I just, um, I'm glad that she's made amends with like the real people mm-hmm. in her life and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel the same way. Um, all right. Then we have the Katie Thurston and Blake breakup. 
And yes. this was very recent. Obviously, she did. It was in like November. I think that maybe it was earlier than that. I could be wrong. But then she did the the twelve days of messy on Instagram, which I I didn't even I didn't even watch the season. I watched bits and pieces of it when I was hearing about like how crazy her hometowns were and just all of that, watching all of that unravel. And I wasn't surprised that she ended up with Blake because that was that was one that everyone had been talking about on social media before she was even like before they even started filming, like they would be so great together. So I was obviously not surprised when they like had him come in halfway through the season that she ended up with him. It seemed totally normal to me. And then their breakup seemed to be relatively amicable. Like they were just like, we live in different places. Like this is just not working, which shocker that you're like 10 week television relationship, which wasn't even <laughs> that her. long because he came in, he came in at like week four or five or something. Um, yeah, not surprising that you come to the real world and you're like, oh, this isn't working out the way I wanted it to. So then she, she got messy on social media and she was posting, um, a different guy every single day from her season and a, a Taylor Swift song associated with it, which is just so attention seeking. Like you yeah. were just trying to stir the pot at that point. And of course, on the last day, she announced that she's dating John from her season, who I had no idea who he was because I didn't watch. Um, and I was like, that's a lot. That's like a lot to like go through this whole thing and like end it with a bang and be like, oh, surprise, I'm dating someone from my season who I kicked off so early. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I've also been seeing stuff about how Blake was caught off guard. He had no idea that she was dating John until she posted on her Instagram, which is crazy. And also that the three of them had hung out since ended because like she was friendly with him and Blake was friendly with John. And so the three of them had been hanging out as friends since filming ended, which is (laughs) such a bitch move in my opinion to then just like be like, oh, surprise, I ended my engagement and now I'm dating this guy. It's her behavior. Like, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Why am I like all of a sudden team Blake? Right. No, same. When I like looking at his face makes me physically oh, ill. <laughs> very punchable face. Very punchable. So face. punchable. Mm-hmm. He looks like a cartoon character. Yes. Every time he talks, I'm disgusted yeah no he's not a good guy not a good guy but it's no they're both um they both have this sense of entitlement okay here's what here's this is like a weird thing that I picked up on because I was always I was always rubbed the wrong way by her and that was a very unpopular opinion like no one agreed with me on it everyone was like pissed that I even felt that way. And I felt like I couldn't say like, mm, I'm not excited like Katie's a bachelor because everyone was so excited. They both have this weird sense of, um, they both think that they're like very mature and very evolved, I feel like. And both of them are not that at all. It's, yes. so it's this weird, it's this weird sense of like feigned, um, like evolution I don't know they just think that they're better than people in this like really weird way like they're more sophisticated and you know like oh I'm just like so progressive and all of this and it's like you are the most immature people I've ever seen in my entire life and it's it's actually no wonder that it ended up this way totally and the way that it happened I feel like is suspect on her Mm -hmm. behalf because she hung out with John all the time mm-hmm. uh, when she like wasn't like still together with Blake but wasn't with him right and apparently yeah they hung out together too and then she like immediately starts dating him so I don't think that she would like intentionally hurt him per se right I think it maybe accidentally happened but I definitely think that there is like a weird overlap of right. the relationship that I just think like you probably could have maybe held on to the announcement a little bit or like mm-hmm. sent a courtesy text. That's the thing. Cause that's what every, like Blake was literally like, I just would have liked a heads up. Like, Hey, I'm an, cause they, they both are a lot bigger now than they were when they were on, you know, their seasons in the past. Like this was their big thing that they got engaged. Like they were the it couple. And so to have it be 
announced on social media and like have Blake be totally caught off guard just seems like he's so easily avoidable. Like you very easily could have just like made this like anticlimactic and it kind of makes it seem like, is there something that we don't know? Like, is there actual beef there that she didn't want? You know what I mean? Neither of them wanted to like make it seem like that online. I feel like that very well could be the case. Absolutely. And you know, I'm all for people doing like the pettiest shit online, mm-hmm. but this was not the move. Like, it no, just, it was, it, it was, was petty, so but yes. But like, there is a type of petty that you have to be, that it's mm-hmm. just, it's not this. I, even her leaving Greg Grippo out of the 12 days of messy when everyone's waiting for yeah. her to pick him for all two well and stuff like that. Like, that's kind of funny. Like I kind of like that, but it's like, just, I think she's like desperately trying to cling on to like the little bit of fame that she got from this TV show. And it's, I feel like it's backfiring. Oh, I agree. And I think everyone who's like a lead on this show after the season ends, they like are so struggling to like maintain this. And they're like, how do I play this out? Like, how do I make this last? And so I think she's just trying to do anything she can to like make people be like, oh, what's she going to post on Instagram tomorrow? Um, just yes. like holding on to that drama. Yeah. And one of my friends pointed out to me that she doesn't hang out with like other than John, who seems like a really nice guy, mm-hmm. but she doesn't hang out with people from her cast. And I feel like that is actually more of an indicator that she's an asshole than like Agreed. anything else that I she's agree. done. Because sure. even Greg Grippo, who again, like kind of hated him for what happened with Katie, hangs out with people I really deeply respect in New York, like Charlene Joint mm-hmm. from Juan Pablo season and stuff like that. And So I'm just like, I feel like maybe yeah, she's isolated. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. It is a big indicator. Um, Speaking of isolated past Bachelor contestants, Colton Underwood came out this year Mm -hmm. as gay. He has a boyfriend right now. No, does he? Yes. Yeah. I think he's like a little bit older. Um, They like are on beach vacations like every other day of the year. Okay. Um, And he recently came out with his Netflix special coming out Colton. And there's been a lot of backlash around it. Well, first of all, we have to start off by saying he literally was stalking Cassie. (laughs) Cassie Randolph, his ex from his season of The Bachelor. Um, he was stalking her and she literally took out a restraining order. Like that is something that needs to be addressed. And yes. then immediately after that, he came out as gay, which seemed to be obviously not a PR move because that is who he is as a human being. But it was a very convenient time to come out with all of this information, following all of this really bad press about him being like kind of psychotic a little bit. Um, and then obviously that garnered a lot of like mixed emotions from bachelor because it's like, holy shit, he was the bachelor and now he's gay. That is crazy. Right. It was like a very, um, it's a pipeline. We don't see a lot in the, in the bachelor franchise. Right. And then, um, he had this Netflix special come out and in this Netflix special, apparently I haven't seen it, but he talks about how no one in Bachelor Nation reached out to him after he came out and how he was like totally isolated. And since then, so many former Bachelor people have said that is not true. I reached out to him. I texted him. I sent him a book, like all of these incredible things. And they're like, and I know my former castmates did too. Like I know plenty of other Bachelor people that reached out to him. Just all this like weird kind of uh trying to gain sympathy from people in like a very weird way absolutely and I was like that is a very different experience than what I saw as well because I saw so many tweets and Instagram stories and posts and comments and interviews and podcasts and all Mm -hmm. of that shit Saying, and everything was supportive, obviously. Like, yes, everything was like, like over the top, like yes, right. like good for you, like live your truth, mm-hmm. like fully support that. Mm-hmm. And I guess like other people too were like, yeah, we support him, but remember he's also put like a tracking device on his ex-girlfriend's right. car. Which is something to keep <laughs> keep, keep, in keep mind. that in mind. Yes. So yeah, that is so weird. And I know also Ben, no, I was going to say Ben Flanick. 
Ben Higgins, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Where did Ben Flat like <laughs> he was the bachelor 15 years ago? This is sometimes why I hate that I love pop culture so much that like the names. Ha- yeah, they like how jumbled. does that just like <laughs> stay in my memory? Right. Um, but yeah, Ben Higgins uh on his podcast also mm-hmm. went off, which was like just really interesting. Yeah, I think it was Ben. I think it was Ben that said that he like sent him a book about like living your most authentic self or like, which is just like a very, I mean, it is over the top in a sense, but it's just like, that is a gesture that like, you wouldn't forget that someone did like, sure. If someone shot you a text saying like, Hey man, like, you know, congrats. Congrats. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like glad you're able to like be this, this person that you are publicly now. I think it's like such a weird, a, a weird take to just kind of like, turn on everyone and it's so awkward because it's like you know that these people are going to watch it their jobs are literally to keep up with bachelor nation like they're going to see this and be like that is simply incorrect and call you out for it so i just don't really understand like the motivation like was it just for the drama just for like for the like to gain again gain sympathy so people want to watch this netflix special like i don't really know what else the motive could be behind it yeah and people were also criticizing about like him coming out to his family with like a full tv camera like uh crew there and like to each their own however you want to come out is great fine right like whatever works for you exactly but like I do kind of think like it was a very Kevin Spacey like Mm. um situation where like you have like bad press and you're like kind of weaponizing this Mm -hmm. um yeah. But again, who am I to say anything? <laughs> right. Right. And then there was one more thing with the, with his Netflix special. I think it was in this that he had mentioned that on his fantasy suite state with Tasha, he was like wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt when he was in bed with her. And then Tasha came out and was like, that is not true. <laughs> yeah. And I just think that is the weirdest thing to like lie about. Is that not so bizarre? <laughs> it's so funny. Like the immediate picture that I had of him in like a full gray <laughs> sweatsuit set yep. in bed with her. Like, like not just, facing her, like facing yes. away from her. Completely. Just you think, I think we should put some pillows like in between us. Like, right. And it's like so weird. He's trying to like paint this picture when it's like, first of all, no one can blame you for the way that you were acting then. Like you were not comfortable with yourself like you were not yes, out like yes, obviously yeah. you, you have to put on the show you're the fucking mm-hmm. bachelor you're dating 25 women like yeah no one can blame you for how you were acting back then obviously but it's just it was like again it was just these like weird minute things that I'm like this is like such a weirdly specific lie that you know is gonna like you know that someone's gonna speak out against it so it's like I don't know I would feel so weird lying about something knowing like the person who I'm saying like I did this to, or I said this to is going to listen to this and then probably speak out. I know. And like, the thing also is, is like his story of being in a really, um, I think Catholic or Christian, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one of the two family, I, I don't, is he from the South? I just assume that people like that are from the I think he is from the South or I have that image in my head for some reason. I was like football faith and he lives in Texas. Like, <laughs> Yes. And family, like football yes. faith and family. Yeah. Yes. Colton Underwood. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm like your experience growing up, hiding your sexuality for like 30 years, right. being in an extremely religious family with this like hyper mask, like playing in this hyper masculine Mm -hmm. sport of football. I'm like, I empathize with you. Like I exactly, you don't need to make up shit. (laughs) Yes. That like naturally gains sympathy from people. People are automatically going to like, like either be able to relate to that situation because how many other people can, can relate to being in, you know, a super strict family and not being able to be who they are as a person like that in and of itself is something that I just feel like so many people sympathize with and can like, um, just have so much like not 
just have so much like emotion and be like, oh, I feel so bad that you had to go through this. There's like no need to embellish these like weird lies because then it just kind of like brings the whole thing into question. And it's like, well, Mm -hmm. like, what is this? Like, why are you doing it this way? Like, why are you making such a big spectacle of it? It can like kind of make the motive seem a little bit shaky, which I think sucks in something that's like so personal like this, because it's like, you want this to be as authentic as it, as you can, you can be, you know, you don't want it to be like, raising all these red flags and if people question anything, because I feel like that just like totally takes away from um, that like vulnerability because it's like, okay, well, what is true and what isn't in this situation, you know? Yeah. And I haven't watched the documentary or the Netflix special or whatever. And I won't be because I don't want to support someone who is like abusive to his um, exes. But I just think like, I even him coming out, I feel like, and maybe this I'm putting literally like, this is a huge judgment, but like, I feel like a lot of things he does isn't vulnerable or like, Mm. isn't like, doesn't seem authentic because he has to add all of these like embellishments and like extra lies Mm -hmm. that I'm just like, who is the, the real you? Like obviously a really hurt person. So I, I, like, I I do empathize and like feel Mm -hmm. bad for him, but I just, I'm like, I wish I knew the real you, or maybe I don't because again, he sucks, <laughs> yeah, but like, not a, just, not a great human being. Right. I just still think that for some reason, this Netflix special, we're still not getting the real him. Even I, yes. though that's what he's alluding to. I totally could agree with that. Okay. Hi, this is me editing. And I felt like I needed to do an outro because it just ended so abruptly. So I really hope you liked part one of this recap. Uh, part two is coming out in a couple days. So keep an eye out for that. Um, be sure to follow the podcast on whatever you listen on so that way you get notified when I post part two and also follow the podcast on Instagram. Feel free to DM me, comment on the post. Let me know what, uh, if we missed anything from 2021, let me know what your predictions are for 2022, all of that good stuff. Um, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you again in a couple days.